0: board For our kids' time uh, message today. Natalie, yeah, how are you feeling? Better? All right, good. Natalie has been sick, so it's good to see you back. Good morning, how are all of you this morning? Doing okay? Or, yeah. Bored? Yeah? Kind of? Maybe? You won't say? And you're wondering, man, we've got all this color up here, and um, I've got a couple of pieces of my message today. One is that uh, the second lesson is, or the first lesson is from Genesis, tells the story of Noah and the flood. How many of you know that story a little bit? Got an idea? Yeah, there's a flood. And uh, what, how many, what is the promise that God will never flood the earth again? What is it? A rainbow. That's right. We've got lots of rainbow colors up here today, and uh, we're going to be kind of putting together kind of rainbow flags during the Lenten season, so today I'm going to invite you to take one of of these uh, these sticks, they're kind of of like a banner in the end, by the end of Lent you will have many different colors on your little banner, okay, and and so you're going to get to choose that, but that is to remember the promise, right? The promise that God will never again destroy the earth. That's a pretty big promise. The other thing we want to talk about today is kind of the idea of our name. And I'm just curious, do any of you know what your name means? What's your name mean? Lily of heaven. Oh my goodness, you chose that specific name, right? Life name. Uh, Do you know, does does, uh, does, uh, your name uh, relate to somebody in your family? Or is yours just like your name? You don't know? Does she Cecilia does have a, a relative named Cecilia? That's your name. It's her name. Wow, that's amazing. Yeah, Natalie. Born at Christmas. <laughs> Natalia. Yes, born at Christmas. And uh, anybody else? Nobody else. Definitely. John Thomas is one I haven't seen often, so that's, you know, John and Thomas. Okay combination thing. Well all I'm saying is that in the end we're going to talk about baptism today a little bit and uh, you can kind of remember now from the gospel uh, if you are looking back and remember, oh Pastor Jeff that's a lot, but uh, the voice comes out of heaven and the spirit speaks. The spirit of God speaks. So God is speaking because the spirit of God and God are the same, right? So God says to Jesus you are Beloved. In a sense, Jesus gets a name. What's the name? Beloved. Be beloved. The other thing is, you then are also named in baptism, in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. You also are beloved. You get a name change. And that's kind of cool. Think that you have been given a name. And that name is that of God, the beloved one who loves you. So we're going to just kind of give you a chance to grab some of this, and actually, I'm kind of scared here because I, I need you to both take this back and bring it back in the, the worship service. So I'm gonna ask you to come up <laughs> and you can grab a color. There's a little bit of tape on this, which is sticky. Really, it's really sticky tape. And you have to peel one part off, and then the, the uh, those uh, uh, little um, ribbons. Thank you, ribbons can be tied onto the sticky stuff. And hopefully next week we'll have another one and another one. And then we're going to use this later when we do like home Sunday stuff. When we go outside we're going to praise God with this about five weeks from now. Are you guys ready for that? So come on and let's see what color you guys would like to start your, your uh, banner stuff with. All of you, come on up. Just grab one, don't feel shy. Here, what color do you want? Pink. What a surprise, huh? Take that back to mommy. She's going to help you tie that, she is. She is, she is. What kind would you like to see? White. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. And I can help you with that one. You like green? Okay. We got some green. You guys got it? Yeah, yeah. Purple. Okay. Good. We're starting our stuff. Don't worry about that. What do you want? Oh. Yeah. Thomas, yeah. All right. yeah. Orange. Okay. That sounds good. White. Perfect. Ethan. Orange. We have enough for a few more kids, so make sure to you provide your kids with you more of the banner type material as we get more kids. Thank you. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good to be with you this morning. Taking up medicine and my mouth is so dry, so forgiving. <laughs> have to have a drink of water here. <clears throat> Grace and peace with all of us as we journey from the cross to the empty tomb this life season. Amen. Our story and journey from cross to empty tomb begins in a kind of a familiar place. It begins with a baptism. since baptism is where the good news of God is proclaimed to us. Baptism is where time is fulfilled, as the scripture says, and where repentance has been birthed in us and fulfilled in us. A place where the kingdom of God not only comes near, but draws us in. This is the third time in about three months that baptism of Jesus' gospel uh, is the scripture lesson for the day. So this is a familiar text. We have heard it three different times in about three months. So you can probably see Lutherans like baptism a lot. So they keep introducing this text again and again and again. Uh, On January 7th, we began the year. That was the first Sunday of the year, baptism of our Lord. We heard the same basic text from Mark, only it was verses 4 through 11 instead of 9 through 15, um, which ends with these words, you are my son, the beloved, with you I am well pleased. Now this introduction to who Jesus is speaks, spoken by the Spirit, is the invitation to listen to him, to follow him to trust in Him. And this morning, it also invites us to hear God's voice, not only as it introduces Jesus to us, Jesus the beloved of Son of God, but as Jesus invites us to follow him to the cross and then to the empty tomb. And it comes not out of the same experience where we are also united in Christ, it comes from our baptismal life, I like to think that we at least consider that we are living a baptismal life in, our, in this world. Holy baptism is a life of following Jesus, following him through our wilderness and through our temptations. It invites us to hold fur when the wild beasts come to inflict fear and initiate shame in our lives. Where Satan is not just a word, that describes an image of evil, but is a power that actively wants to destroy our trust in our gracious God. I realize that this kind of language is not very sophisticated in our socially uh, 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 centralized uh, circles these days. We think that faith has been able to discredit the idea of evil in our world. We have entered into a time where the language about evil has taken a more, I call medical, uh, kind of accepted tone. So we stop talk about addictions or isms of all sorts. But evil has a way of disguising itself. So let's just say that evil is anything that draws us away from our Creator God. If we're going to make this journey, this Lenten season, what is it that we hold so fast to? That gives us strength. It helps us see through to the very end. I think this is why the baptism of our Lord is the gospel of the day. Because it is the good news for the first Sunday in Lent. Perhaps we have become so accustomed to this language about baptism. Uh, that we have a hard time envisioning a power given in, in, to us in baptism. That contends with evil. But that is how Luther understood it. That's how Luther talked about that. Listen again to Luther's words from Small Catechism. Some of you memorized it like I did. Some of us have forgotten a little bit. But let me talk about that just for a moment. Luther talks about baptism. He said, "What benefits does God give in baptism?" In baptism, Luther said, "God forgives sin, delivers from death and the devil, gives everlasting salvation to all who believe." what he has promised. I want to point out a couple of things. The first is that that first uh, affirmation. In baptism God forgives sin. Again I want to remind you like in the Lord's Prayer the word sin here is not sins but sin. Singular. And I think that's really important. Because in baptism God forgives sin. I hope we can appreciate what's being promised here. God uh, not only forgives those sins we commit, the ones known to us, the ones we confess to Him, God forgives the very sin itself. The sinner who we are and have been from our birth. That very sin-filled self, that nature broken from creation that desires nothing but to be saved by God but wants to do everything on his own or her own. We want nothing to do with a God who will change that in us. This is what the waters of baptism are for, to drown the sinful self with all its evil deeds and desires, so that a new self might be given birth to live, trusting in the grace and love of God, and in the grace of God alone. This is no easy journey we are embarking on. This is a death-to-life journey. And frankly, we are not ready or able to make this journey if it were not for that second point. God is bold, so bold when he talks about this and Luther makes it clear to us that the Word is here, that he gives everlasting salvation to all, to all who trust in his Word, in his promise. Which brings us back to baptism again, to the water and the Word. How can we trust? How can we come to trust in the God? who forgives sin in us. How dare we believe if trust and belief and faith were a product of our own abilities and our own strengths? We would be doomed, would we not? There are still the empty efforts and every effort that sinful self wants, the sinful nature, because it likes to hide behind a pious facade. But true faith comes from the one in whom we trust, the one who gives us faith. God gives faith because God is faithful. I can rise above the ashes of my life from Ash Wednesday because God takes those ashes and brings life out of them, out of something dead and discarded, something burned and not worth anything at all, something that is washed away with a moment. God's forgiveness, God's love, God's promise, that is trustworthy. In that, I am baptized. In the forgiveness of sin, every piece of it, every last morsel of it, every last ash-bound piece and particle of it. Like all of you, I too have been baptized. Like you, the one who seals my hope and creates new self in me is the one in whose name I have been baptized. Or is it the name of the Father, the name of the Son, and the name of the Holy Spirit that I am His? You are my beloved. I name you my beloved because for you I will give up everything in order to save you because you are the one that I care about. That is my name. In the name of the Father, in the name of the Son, in the name of the Holy Spirit, I walk confidently through the ashes of my life. I journey from this death to life. Life everlasting, given to me through His Son. So you today go in peace. As we journey together this last season, go in hope. Go in the faith that God gives to you because God is faithful to you. God will walk with you to the valley of the shadow of death. Though the beasts of the world are out there, and I don't know what those things look like to you, but they're there, aren't they? They are real. The grace of God is bigger, greater, and more real than that. Peace be with you today.